and welcome back to the podcast cafe podcast i'm your host kavia and i'm super excited to have everyone back for episode 35 yay um this week we are talking about something i've already talked about on the podcast before like previous seasons of this show um but i've yet to cover the new one and this was supposed to be what i was gonna put out two weeks ago um but i didn't post an episode for the last two weeks um So, yeah, but it's okay, because I'm back now. Sometimes things get busy, and um, I just get overwhelmed with all kinds of things, but we don't even need to talk about that right now. Um, But yeah, okay, that's all good. I'm fine. I'm back now. Um, These next several weeks are definitely going to be pretty busy for me, just in the sense that it's literally, I only have a few weeks left before I go to college, and obviously I'm going to keep my podcast running in college. Um, But it's just going to be, you know, that transition will be interesting. Um, But I will definitely kind of talk through that on this podcast. At least I'm planning to. And before I get into some of the things I want to talk to you guys about before I even get into the episode, um, make sure that you all hit the follow button. um, Turn on the notification bell. You'll be notified every time I post, which is Fridays at 5 p.m. EST. Um, Also, you can check the bio. There's all kinds of fun stuff in there. Um, You're going to be linked to everything that kind of shows you what I'm reading, watching, etc. in real time. It's the best way to kind of stay on top of that. And I know that a lot of people who do listen to my podcast use that to um, message me like different recommendations and stuff. And I do take the recommendations that I have been sent. So please do that. Um, My Twitter is also linked so you can message me there. It's the best place to, I guess, message me. Um, I always reply to all my DMs, so please do that. Um, DM me recommendations, DM me if you just want to talk, anything. That's kind of the whole point of this. So yeah, um, now that I got all that out of the way, um, something else I actually wanted to talk to you guys about is the direction of this podcast. So I have been recording episodes for the last almost year, actually. Um, the end of this month, July 30th, I think, or 31st will be a full year since my podcast first started releasing episodes. I started first releasing podcast episodes. I literally cannot speak. Um, anyways, it's been a year almost, um, and I've been doing this show in the format of kind of just picking TV, movie, etc., and just deep diving into that and giving you guys my opinions, and it's obviously been pretty successful. Like, I know that you guys have enjoyed listening to that, um, and I know that that's, those are some of the kinds of podcasts that I like to listen to, so I know that there's an audience for it and everything like that, um, and it's been really great, and for the longest time, I thought I was going to run out of content, but then I really realized that I consume so much media that every single week there was something new, um, to talk about, like, there was consistently a new show coming out or consistently a new movie coming out that I wanted to discuss on the podcast, and there were times where, things that I wanted to talk about, like, I never even gotten the chance to talk about it just because, like, the time has passed and there's so many things coming out every single week, um, and I like to stay on top of all of that, but yeah, I've really enjoyed that style, and I've really enjoyed talking about those things since that does occupy a huge kind of area of my interest, um, and I just need someone to talk to about those things, um, just considering how much I love those things. 
things and then I know you guys do too um but something that I was thinking about a lot and I've been thinking about for the last several weeks now is just how I want to change this podcast as I go into college um I feel like I'm just going to be entering like a new stage of life and um and I feel like there are so many ways I could make this podcast even more mature and fitting to my direction and where I want to go. Um, like I still would do this exact same style in the sense that I do want to continue just talking about media, reviewing media, giving you guys my opinions. Um, but I would love to talk about other issues and other things on here. Um, and that could range from any kinds of issues, um, and not even just issues, but just like fun topics, but I don't know how exactly I want to do that. Uh, so if you guys have any suggestions of things you think I should talk about in the podcast, um, I can start implementing those things in the next couple months or so, um, and kind of just change the way I brand it. So there can just be more content, um, the podcast can appeal to more people, and it can possibly be more interesting, um, because it is, like, it's not repetitive, but it's, you know, repetitive in the sense that each week is a very similar format, and obviously you guys enjoy that, but I just feel like there's ways that I can improve my podcast, and I do take that kind of feedback well, so if you guys do have any suggestions, um, definitely let me know, um, because I would love, I've said this so many times in different episodes, and I definitely said it when I started the podcast, is I just want this podcast to grow with me, um, like, I want it to grow up with me, I don't see this ending anytime soon, I don't want to stop this podcast once I finish college, um, I want it to continue for at least several years after that, like, I think this podcast will just be a huge part of my youth life. After college, like, I obviously obviously want to work for some kind of media-related anything, um, and I want to live in New York City with my best friend, and I just still want this podcast to be a part of my life, and I just think the only way for that to happen is if I let it continue to grow with me. I'm so sorry. I'm doing so much talking about this, but it is something that I've genuinely just been thinking about so much. So if you have literally any suggestions, um, please let me know because I would love for this to just progress with me over time and for me to take you along on different life experiences that I have and talk about those different kinds of things. Um, so yeah, let me know. Um, and of course, I know I've been saying this for a while. I will eventually expand this brand. I do want to make my YouTube channel because it's literally going to be so fun and cool. And I literally know that you guys will watch it. And I know that people will like it because it's going to be like, these are the kinds of YouTube videos I watch. So like, it'll be fun. Um, and yeah, anyways, that is something that is going to happen. I feel like college will be a great point for that just because like I will be on my own. So I just won't have to worry about when I'm going to film these videos just because like at home, there is just consistently people in and out of my house or I'm busy and I have plans and I'm obviously going to have plans in college too, but it's just going to be different because I know college. There's also a lot of free time and I'll have my own room and stuff. So anyways, that's all tangenting. All to say, um, I would love for the direction of my podcast to slightly change um, while still remaining the same. So please let me know if you have suggestions. And if you don't, that's okay. Sit back, relax as you watch this podcast evolve over the next several months. And it's going to be great. I'm very excited. Okay, now that I've gotten that out of the way, let's get into this week's topic, which is talking about Stranger Things Season 4. So Stranger Things is obviously Netflix's most popular hit television, sensational, wonderful, amazing, 
talented, brilliant. I have so many good things to say about Stranger Things. Um, I purposefully um, stopped myself from making a podcast episode after volume one to just let volume two air and do it all at once. So that's what I'm doing now. Welcome. Um, So volume one, let's kind of start there. So we have been waiting for Stranger Things season four for over two years now. Um, Stranger Things, just to put this in perspective, season three came out in, it was July 4th, July 4th, 2019. That is so long ago. And we got volume one at the end of May of 2022. Like, that is absolutely insane. And in all fairness, COVID happened and all these things happened. But wow, that was such a long break. Um, I think it was very smart for there to be a split between volume one and volume two. Um, just looking at the data and, like, the statistics of viewers and everything, it kept Stranger Things in the number one position for much longer. The Umbrella Academy season three came out in between volume one and volume two of Stranger Things season four, so that kind of took the spot for a couple days, but with volume two coming right back, um, it took that number one spot again, and Stranger Things is currently number one, despite having come out. It's been, like, weeks since volume two has come out, so I just think that that was a very smart decision and I did see an article saying that the Duffer Brothers were planning to release episodes on a week-to-week basis in season five um which I think would be a good idea personally I think it would honestly just get a lot more attention and if it's going to be the final season I think it'll be a good send-off and such so that's kind of my opinion towards the volume setup I do like it I did find it a little weird that the first volume was seven episodes and the second one was two um I guess I don't know if it makes sense or not I mean the finale was like two and a half hours it was literally a Marvel movie um so I guess there's that But anyways, um, so I'm going to do what I usually do. I'm going to go character by character and talk about their arc over the course of the season. And then I'm just going to do some general opinions towards the plot, the ships, um, etc. And then I'm going to do some prediction stuff for season five. Or just like what I hope to see in season five. So yeah, um, my order of characters for this season is pretty random. Um, let me pull that up. Um... Yeah, so it's pretty random. I'm honestly not even going to go by um, section. So, yeah, we're just going to go pretty random. So, in I'm going to first talk about um, Eleven, obviously. So, Eleven is kind of our central character, obviously. She, as usual, had a very, very, very rough arc this season. But I loved what we were able to do. I think my biggest issue with Eleven and Eleven's placement this season is that she was once again isolated from the group. And I understand the point of her going back to the lab. Obviously, she needed to get her powers back. That was something that is obviously her biggest asset in the show. It's kind of why the show's the show. Eleven has these telekinetic powers, and without them, it's it's just not the same. So I understand the point of it um, and her kind of direction. Um, I didn't really like you know, Dr. Brenner being back, I thought that felt almost unrealistic because I could have sworn we saw him die in season one. But I guess if Shonda Rhimes taught me anything from 18 seasons of Grey's Anatomy, it's that 
they're not dead unless you see the body. So, I guess that's fair, I guess. I mean, regardless, I didn't really like that he was back. He's obviously a very frustrating character, so that was not pleasant. Um, I genuinely, like, my blood was boiling watching some of those, you know, scenes. Um, so that was frustrating. Um, her relationship with Mike was good this season. I mean, they didn't have, it wasn't like season three, but of course they were kind of separated from the most part. And I just, oh my God, you guys, next season is the last season. I swear to fucking God, if they don't let these kids just all be in the one group together, I'm going to be upset. Like this show is about the kids. Let them all be together, please. Um, Eleven's bullying storyline at the beginning of this season was so heartbreaking. I genuinely got like, the most emotional I got, okay, no, that's a lie, I, the most emotional I got was with Max in the finale, but the second most emotional moment for me this season, for whatever reason, was Eleven talking about Hopper at school, and everyone was making fun of her, and bullying her, and, you know, saying that her dad wasn't a hero, and she was like, he is, this is my dad, and it was like her hero project, and she made it about, oh my god, oh my god, I like, genuinely, like, shed tears because it was so precious, and the fact that all the kids were making fun of her was so heartbreaking. I'm literally upset. I'm literally upset. (sighs) Whatever. Whatever. Um, anyways, it was upsetting to obviously see her hair all come off again. That was really sad, um, but the scene where she, like, sets that helicopter on fire or whatever she does with it was so freaking cool um and of course her reunion with hopper was so sweet okay actually here's an opinion i do have that two days later thing they did was fucking lazy writing are you fucking kidding me why would they do that why would they do that like the fact that they (coughs) sorry the fact that they just do like skip over two days like you're kidding you're literally kidding and it was so upsetting because Eleven didn't even seem surprised when Hopper walked into the room like she just seemed like oh my god happy obviously but like I wanted it to be this just moment or at least I wanted to see her find out that he was alive like that would have been the most beautiful scene in the whole season but we didn't get that um it's fine it's fine whatever um all the reunions were super cute at the end of the season. Um, obviously, I think Stranger Things' strength is those reunions and stuff, so that was super cute. Okay, next character we're going to be talking about is Will. So, Will had a great arc this season. Fans were so happy with all of it. Noah Schnapp's performance was excellent, as usual. Um, so, kind of the main thing we see with Will is, once again, Will is kind of pushed to the background, which is very upsetting considering how he's such a central focus of the first two seasons. Um, but he's very much pushed to the back this season, which I guess is okay because he's definitely coming to the forefront again for season five. So as long as he comes back and we kind of go back to normalcy, that's good. Um, but the big arc we do see with Will this season is him grappling with his feelings for Mike. And a lot of people are, I cannot believe there's actually discourse over this because there is nothing to debate. Like, Will obviously, I just cannot believe there are people who think that Will likes Eleven. Or he just likes being friends with Mike. Like, this is not what we're watching, guys. Will very obviously has feelings for Mike. Um, Oh, my God. Anyways, so we kind of see Will grappling with all those feelings. And I think that they did a great job with how they 
portrayed it. Um, it just felt very realistic for the time. Obviously, the process of emotions, Noah Schnapp was great at portraying that. And I thought it was great. Like, I thought it was very well written. Um, there were just a couple moments that were dedicated to that. And I want to see where that's going to go. Um, in season five, uh, the scene where he tells Mike in the back of the van, like, how much Eleven will always need him, and it's just really him just saying how much he'll always need him, that was, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, and, like, and he just starts crying, it was, it was so good, it was genuinely so good, I thought that everything about that was absolutely excellent, um, and yeah, I, I remember I was laying on my friend's bed, and, like, it was three, four in the morning, and we watched this scene on repeat, because I hadn't started volume two yet, um, and we were just watching this scene, because someone posted it on Twitter, and oh my god, so good, so good. Okay, so let's talk about Mike. Mike, there's not much to say. Um, Pushed to the back again this season, despite also having been such a central part of the first two seasons, um, and maybe even the third, but, like, this season he was very much pushed to the back, um, even though he was always, like, kind of the main of, like, those four boys, like, because he was, like, quote-unquote leader of the group. Um, I mean, I would like to see if he kind of goes back to that role in the next season. Uh, I, I really don't have that much to say. I mean, his main plotline this season was with Eleven, obviously. They have a sweet relationship, um, and that's, pretty much it. Yeah, okay, let's move on. Um, Eddie. So, Eddie was one of our new characters this season, um, and, oh my god, I cannot believe I'm gonna say this, but he is so overhyped, like, so overhyped. There is no way you guys are this upset about Eddie. I, like, kind of already want to take that back now that I've said it, but I don't get it. Like, I just don't get it, but, I mean... I kind of see the appeal, but, like, not really. I really only got emotional over his death more because Dustin was so upset rather than genuinely being upset. I mean, Stranger Things does this every season. They introduce a character that is introduced to die. In season one, we had a couple. There was that, um, I can't remember his name. Was it, like, Denny or something? Danny, something of that nature. And then Barb. And then for season two, it was Bob. And season three, it was Alexi. And this season, it's Eddie. Like, they introduce characters every season that are just introduced to die. And it's honestly just a formula at this point. It's something that I've also seen a lot of discourse about. Like, we need to up the stakes and have one of these characters die. Like, the main characters. But I think we'll definitely get that with season five. Okay, moving on from from loser Eddie. Let's talk about Max. You guys, Max is my favorite character besides Steve. Um... So her entire arc was absolutely heartbreaking. However, Sadie Sink it girl. Sadie Sink the it girl. Like, oh my god, I want to see Sadie Sink in horror movies. I want to see her in action movies. I want to see her in a rom-com. I want her to see her in everything. Oh my god, she is so talented. She is so, so, so talented. Um, she absolutely ate up this season. Definitely the star of this season, um, besides obviously Eleven, because I think Millie Bobby Brown kind of steals the show every season. But besides her, like, it is Max. It is Max. Um, it's just the fact that they showed the grief that she was having 
from Billy's death, despite the fact that Billy was an absolute asshole. He was racist, he was abusive, he was an awful brother, um, and they didn't have a good relationship whatsoever. And the fact that they still portrayed just how hard death can be um, was just something that they portrayed and illustrated so perfectly, just so perfectly. Um, And I've firsthand just seen like so much grief that it just, it was perfect. It was so absolutely perfect the way that it was done. Um, I think they did such a good job with it. And I think that just everything with all of Max's therapy and then eventual progression of plot was so perfectly spaced. It was amazing. Um, And also just her character progression from the beginning of the season to the end was great. Um, I'm absolutely heartbroken by the finale. Just the fact that she is basically brain dead and laying in a coma. Um, I think season five will most likely center like with Will being the center again and then kind of just them trying to save Max. So... I mean, we'll see. Dear Billy, episode four, was the best episode in volume one. Um, And that was because of just, oh my god, her acting. Um, Running away from Vecna, obviously. And then the finale was epic also with her. And just the acting was incredible. Absolutely incredible. I think Sadie Sink is just such a breakout star. Um, And I think Millie Bobby Brown and Sadie Sink were just obviously the stars of this season. Just without a doubt, hands down. And yeah, they were amazing. Like, she's amazing. I, oh my god, I could literally just keep singing praises about her character. But I just, I really love, what, like, her character so much. And I think, I think it was great. I think they did such a good job with um, her kind of plot this season. So, yeah. Okay, then we have Nancy. Um, Nancy is actually one of my favorites. And anyone who says differently literally... I do not care. I think Nancy is such a badass, and I think her progression as a character from season one to now is tremendous. Um, She has matured so much, like, so much. She is so mature now. She's smart. She's cool. She's a badass. Like, there's nothing to not like about her. The scene where she kind of takes the, like, little fire pointy thing. I'm sorry, I don't know weapons. But that, and, like, walks towards the monster and it's like in slow motion and stuff I was like oh my god I'm so happy they made Nancy do this I feel like she is just oh that is so her energy and I just literally love everything that they're doing with her I really really would love to see her come to more of the forefront just because of how much I love her character but I'm very very happy that they placed her in the group they placed her with this season I think putting her with Steve and Robin specifically was just such a genius choice obviously just because obviously Steve and Nancy have that history and this is not me coming out as a stancy or anything but like it was good to see those two characters together and obviously Nancy and Robin great to see them together okay let's talk about Steve Steve's my favorite um a lot of people started disliking Steve after this season because of all the stuff he said to Nancy about like having her like six kids blah 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 that thing and I just don't understand why people were so upset about it people were upset because they were like oh Nancy wants to like have a career and like Steve's like just diminishing that by being like oh you could you know be a mother to my six kids and I'm like this is so stupid like who says you can't be an independent woman and a feminist and have a career and be you 
while having children like you can do all of it like that doesn't having children and whatever it may be does not diminish from how much of just an independent woman you can be so that kind of frustrated me but I still love Steve um he's great as usual he brings such comedic relief with Dustin that it's just so necessary in the show um and yeah it's just so well placed in my opinion so that is great I really liked that okay Hopper um, Hopper was stuck in Russia for most of the season, and the Russia plots were, like, the most, not, kind of, like, ups- quote-unquote upsetting. Um, it was just sad to see him in that state. However, obviously, that plot, was like, we knew was getting resolved from the very beginning, so, um, that's good. That's really good, I guess. <laughs> um, yeah, Okay. I really don't have much else to say, so let's talk about Jonathan. So Jonathan um, also pushed to the back this season. Him and Nancy's relationship was on thin ice, um, but it was really nice seeing Jonathan be just such a selfless character, and a lot of people who hate Jonathan, I think he's the most selfless character in the show. I mean, he is consistently supporting Nancy's dreams and Nancy's ambitions, despite the fact that he knows he's in a completely different situation from Nancy. He never kind of guilt trips her into feeling bad for him or anything like that. He also takes on full responsibility for Elle and Will at all times whenever Joyce can't. Um, he's also, like, making half their income, and he was for so many seasons, and I just think he's such a selfless character. So, I am a Jonathan fan, you guys. Um, Steve-Jonathan discourse is so unnecessary. They're both great. Like, yeah, I, I would like to see... I'm sure... I feel like all the characters will be severely more important next season, so that will hopefully be good. So then we have Dustin, and I love Dustin. Um... He's one of my favorites. He's funny. He's great. Um, once again, he kind of just serves that very comedic purpose. And he was just really funny this season, along with Steve. Um, his relationship with Eddie was very sweet. Um, and he's obviously very smart. He figures a lot of things out. And that's pretty much it. That's re- I don't. Dustin didn't really have an arc this season. So it is what it is. Um, let's move on. <laughs> So then we have Lucas, and Lucas did have an arc this season for once, literally for once. So we got to see Lucas kind of break away from Dustin and Mike at the beginning of the season because he wants to be popular. And it's so understandable just considering the fact that um, they've been bullied their whole lives. He just wants to fit in for once. They're in high school now. Um, I feel like that's just so natural. And the fact that they never made Dustin or Mike apologize for never going to his basketball game, that was kind of shitty. They should have done that. Hopefully they did, and we just didn't get to see it. I really hope. Anyways, um, so that was kind of Lucas's thing. He was still trying very hard to be there for Max, despite her kind of being very closed off about everything. Um, and we get to just see his progression kind of coming back to the group, and just, oh my god, all of his scenes with Max. Caleb also ate up this season. Like, the way his voice sounded and his voice was breaking when he was like, Max, stay with me, stay with me. I literally could not take it. I could not take it. My heart was literally, oh my god. I can't, I can't believe it. I just, I was so, I feel like you guys can all tell I'm just very emotional 
about this season. <laughs> okay, then there's Murray. I don't have much to say about Murray other than he's funny. He's a good character. Um, he provides good support. I genuinely thought he was going to be one of the characters to die for some reason, um, but I'm glad he didn't because we kind of need his comedicness to stick around with the older people. And then we have Joyce. Joyce saved Hopper this season, so yay, Joyce. Joyce is my mother. I love her. Um, and yeah, I think she's awesome. I'm sorry, I'm giving awful descriptions. Literally in my notes, like if I read this to you guys, it just says Joyce Byers, and then it's just Dash, and then it's just awesome. Because I really don't have anything else to say. I think she's a great character. My mom doesn't like her for whatever reason. Um, but yeah, that's kind of all she did this season. She, like, saved Hopper, brought him home. The reunions were cute. That was kind of her thing. Um, and then we have Vecna. And Vecna was obviously our villain of the season. And not just our villain of the season, our villain of the whole show that we never knew. That, you guys, that is how you flesh out a villain's backstory. A villain's origin story. That is a villain origin story. It was amazing. It was so well fleshed out. The tie-in with Eleven, the fact that Vecna kind of started this whole thing, and Eleven started this whole thing, um, not created the Upside Down, but just kind of opened the portal to it for the first time ever years ago. Just absolutely brilliant, absolutely amazing. I think all those pictures showing the creature that took Will and it being something that resembled Vecna and not a Demogorgon makes so much sense because Demogorgons don't have telekinesis and this creature did have tele- like. I just cannot wait to see the way that this ties around in season five. Um, yeah, so I think it's going to be so great. I think Vecna is was such a good villain addition, and I think defeating Vecna in season five is going to be great. I'm happy they didn't just defeat Vecna now. And the, just the plot twist with it being Henry and one was just incredible, absolutely incredible, impeccable writing, genuinely didn't see it coming um and a lot of times these plot twists I do see them coming but I did not see it coming whatsoever so that was amazing that was awesome um and then we have Robin I am a Robin fan um she didn't do anything of too much significance this season unfortunately like but she just provided support for the group she was with Nancy and Steve for a lot of it so I loved that I wish my biggest complaint actually with Robin involved was when Steve jumps in the water and Nancy's the first one to jump in after I'm sorry no it should have been Robin Robin should have been the first person to jump after Steve like I just know it that was their relationship in season three where did that go so that's my big thing then we have Erica Erica's very bumped down from where she was last season she was still funny as hell and I was like literally Erica brings so much to the show please like let her do that and then the other characters we had this season were Argyle, who's one of our new additions, super funny, super great. I thought he was a great addition. Chrissy, who was just very talked about, I guess. Um, she was like our first death, so it was kind of a big deal. Jason, asshole. Asshole, I think he's annoying. Um, I have nothing even remotely positive to say about him, so yeah. Um, Angela bitch literally a bitch nothing positive to say i am so happy when 11 threw that roller skate in her face yuri he was the russian smuggler person um he he was he was funny i guess (laughs) victor creel again great story great story um episode four was just such a standout for me because this was the dear billy i was just it was great i think everything they did with it um 
it was just amazing because the majority of the season's plot revolved around the Creel family um, and just all the connection with Vecna and everything and him being the only survivor was so, 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 so good. Um, yeah, Dimitri, again, he was cool. He helped everyone. So yay him, I guess. And then Susie came back for a while. So that was fun um, to see her again. So yeah, uh, th- that kind of wraps up all the characters. And now for some general opinions. Ships-wise, Lucas and Max. Lucas and Max carried. I'm so sorry. Like, no ship is on their level. Not even close to their level. I think Lucas and Max are the best ship on the show. Uh, This season kind of solidified that. They very much were pushed to the back as a ship last season. So the fact that they took so much of a forefront, just everything about the blind date and all of that was so cute. And their progression as a ship this season was adorable. So Lucas and Max, all the way. They're my favorites, hands down. There's nothing to talk about. Um, I'm a Jonathan and Nancy fan. Um, I think you can't deny the fact that they're obviously going to pick each other and they deserve each other. Um, Steve, you know, needs to be with someone else. So that's good, I guess. Um, oh my god, I also forgot that girl, Anne with an E. <laughs> I don't know what her name is in this show, I'm sorry. But Robin and Anne with an E. Yes, please give me more. Um, Hopper and Joyce. I mean, why would we not love their grave? Uh, I'm so happy we finally got somewhere with the relationship this season. That was definitely a plus. And then Mike and Eleven. I mean, I'm not really, I am not a Mike and Eleven hater. I'm so sorry. There's nothing to hate about them. They're pure. They obviously love each other. Like, what more do you want? Like, that's literally the end of it. But yeah, um, as for the plot in this season as a whole, I think this season was so strong. I think it was so, 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 so strong. I loved um, just the way that the season progressed. I loved the spacing. I loved the character growth. I loved the ship development. Um, I loved the villain origin story. I loved all of it. I loved the connection between the past several seasons. I think it did a great job tying up loose ends. It really showed that the show had direction from the beginning. And I think that that's something that a lot of shows lack. Um, so yeah, I really, really appreciated that. Uh, they also, like, went back to the original aesthetic of the show, so season three really is just this random-ass standout in the middle that just does not share the same aesthetic. So, um, that's interesting, I guess. Like, let's fix that, I think. Um, I'm just kidding, but I liked the show going back to the original aesthetic. They didn't have as- it wasn't as funny as season three, and I low-key wish it was. However, I think this season was very serious, so I guess it makes sense. It was also very dark. It was extremely horrific. Like, Chrissy's death was actually so scary that I thought to myself, if this show gets, like, scarier, like, if this episode is, like, the least scary of the season, I don't think I can do it. But episode one of this season stays the scariest for me. Like, Chrissy's death was horrifying for me to watch. Like, genuinely my heart was pounding um and I just think they did such a good job with this show writing wise visually everything aesthetic it was just it was so good it was so so good I think that this show like season four is one of the best if not the best season so far I think they did such a good job with it and I think volume two was the perfect tie around and I'm so excited to see what they do with season five and my season five prediction is obviously I think um Will will kind of come back to center focus, you know, Max is going to be the person that they're going to try to save the whole time, Will will potentially be a villain next season, um, and I think the two obvious answers of who could potentially be the one dying at the end of next season is Will and Eleven, I feel like Eleven dying is too cliche, I mean, it might happen, like, she might have to, like, since she opened it all, like, close it all, and it just takes her with, it's possible, and then as for Will, like, he 
becomes a villain or something and they're like the only way is to kill what like we just have to we can't save him you know we just have to get rid of all of it that's potential i don't know i just feel like they're both still too predictable so i'm very curious to see if we'll get another death i mean maybe we'll get both those deaths or one but i would love not love i mean i would love because the show will be over um i would love to see if they will throw in another death that kind of throws us a little bit just it's a little bit more of a surprise so so yeah, um, that kind of brings me to the end of the episode. Those are all my thoughts on Stranger Things seasons four, season four. Oh my god. <laughs> very excited for season five. I'm very excited that they're like filming so soon because it means we won't have to wait as long. So please, can they just get started already? I just want the season. I just want to see what happens and where this goes and then see what direction these potential spinoffs are going to go into. So, so yeah. Um, thank you all so much for listening. Uh, I hope you enjoyed hearing my opinions on Stranger Things. Like I said at the beginning of this episode, please, if you could DM me with those suggestions, that would be amazing. Um, I really, really would love them, and I would love to see how I can change this podcast um, and let it grow with me. So DM me if you have suggestions. And yeah, once again, hit the follow button, turn on the notification bell, and that's it, I think. Okay! So until next time, bye!